0: certainly good to be in God's house tonight. I appreciate the privilege of being back. Uh, appreciate my wife being with me, appreciate the fellows taking care of the sound and the broadcast up there. I want to thank the Lord for the service we had this morning. I appreciate the singing and people prayed and everybody came, had a good crowd that came for the parking lot service. And Lynn and I've had numerous calls and text messages this afternoon, it were very uplifting people that commented that they appreciated the service and had things to say about it, about where that it helped them. And so that's part of what this is about, is being able to be in a spot where you can be a help to somebody. And it takes the Lord to do that. And so we thank the Lord for that service. And we thank the Lord for being here tonight. I have a scripture God's put on my heart in the twelfth chapter of the book of Second Corinthians. Starting at verse seven, I want to read three verses, and I'll give you a little bit of background, which it explains that in this text. The scripture, Paul was such a great man of God and so powerful, and God had gave him God had given him many revelations. and And when God's blessing you real good, it's easy to get exalted. God helped him with that. Okay, here in uh, two Corinthians twelve and seven, this is Paul writing here and lest i should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelations there was given to me a thorn in the flesh the messenger of satan to buffet me lest i should be exalted above measure for this thing i besought the lord thrice that it might depart from me so so get the picture he has a thorn in the flesh to help him not be exalted But he asked God three times, take this away. Here was the answer God gave him. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So. You could ask yourself the question, am I willing to suffer problems and troubles and trials, a thorn in the flesh, if it adds to and helps my ability to be a blessing to somebody and that I can do something for Jesus? So that's, that's a great question. Keep that in mind. We like to have prayer, and then I'll turn over to Linda, and if she would, have her come sing. Lord, I thank you, God, for all your goodness and blessedness towards us. God, you're so good, works you can't explain it. Uh, God you're so good and uh, God we appreciate the church that you bless us to be part of and God even in this time of trouble and uh, so much going on and uh, just uh, gets bewildering sometime uh, this coronavirus and all the things that seem attached to it and associated with it uh, but God you're still God and uh, you still bless us and you still help us and God you still stir our hearts and you still make us smile and God when we look at you right uh, Lord, we realize how blessed we are. God, we pray for the service tonight, and we ask you, God, just help us and bless us. And, uh, Lord, bless uh, uh, the folks that's listening and watching and praying tonight. Uh, God, we pray that we might be able, through you, to be a help to somebody tonight. Uh, in Jesus' name we ask this, and amen. And Sister Lynn, if you would, uh, have you come and
1: Uh, it's kind of amazing. God still amazes me. Uh, Terry and I had not talked about what he was going to read, and I was praying, um, Lord, what do you want me to sing? And this song came to my heart. Um, The God on the mountain is still God in the valley. So it kind of goes right along with the scriptures that he read. Um, So pray for me. Life is easy. When you're up on the mountain and you've got peace of mind like you've never known, but then things change and you're down in the valley. Don't lose faith, friend for you're never alone for the god on the mountain is still god in the valley when things go wrong he'll make them right and the god of Is still God in the night You talk of faith when You're up on the mountain But talk comes easy When life's at its best But down in the valley of trials and temptations, that's where faith is
2: really
1: put to the test. For the God on the mountain, is still god in the valley when things go wrong he'll make them right and the god of the good times he's still god in the bad The God of the day is still God in the night. I spent some time with God down on my knees. Crying, Lord, please help me Have mercy on me And in his love and kindness He heard my plea In that time with God down on my knees in a world full of darkness just a sinner was i traveling down a long highway sin was blinding my I came to a crossroad, I know not how or why, my heart became unburdened, and I began to cry in that time with God. I spin on my knees He gave me joy and happiness And a heart that is free My blinded eyes were opened And again I could see I am so thankful for that time, with God on my knees.
0: Thank the Lord for those songs. And uh, Linda's right. God's amazing; He puts things together and uh, fixes things. And uh, we didn't discuss what I was going to preach or what she's going to sing, but God fit it together. Now, in uh, just a minute or two, I'd like to read from the second chapter of the book of Titus, uh, over toward the kind of toward the end of the New Testament, uh, just right after Timothy, right before Hebrews. A little small book. Three chapters. I want to read from chapter 2 in the book of Titus. And I want to start reading at verse 11. And uh, the other scripture that I'd read uh, talked about uh, God saying to Paul, My grace is sufficient for thee. And we begin here in Titus chapter 2 and verse 11. Again, the scripture mentions grace. So we'd like for you to pray. And if you'd like to read along with me, feel free to do that. And uh, Listen uh, Certainly listen uh, Titus 2.11 For the grace of God That bringeth salvation Hath appeared to all men Now understand That didn't mean everyone got saved But it means they all Have had an opportunity Or will have an opportunity He said here using it in the past tense For the grace of God That bringeth salvation Hath appeared to all men Didn't leave anybody out Okay Listen It goes on it says, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Look, listen to this. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority let no man despise thee and so that scriptures uh just stirred my heart there's that's like wow did you hear all that he said to us and he didn't just say it here timothy uh, when he's uh, talking here and, and uh The Bible starts out in Timothy 1 uh, when uh, 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 he said, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according uh, to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. And so when Paul wrote to Titus and he he told him these things, "I, I want you to know that God... He meant that for us too, or he wouldn't have put it in the Bible. And so when it says, for, for by the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared to all men, no one's going to miss out uh, as far as not being having a chance. There will not be one person uh, that will look up from hell and be able to challenge God and say, I just didn't know. I didn't have a chance. Uh, uh, I couldn't help it. Uh, the only way that people go to hell Is by rejecting God. Now, the word grace means unmerited favor. Uh, Talks about the love of God. God loved us so good he gave his only begotten son. Uh, Died on the cross, raised from the dead. He's alive. And if we'll trust him by faith, and even faith comes by hearing the word of God, but if we'll trust him by faith and repent, then God sends enough grace to save our soul. Uh, We have plenty of grace to get saved by, and uh, then it goes on, and this is particularly talking about uh, people who are already saved also, because when he goes down here, he says, uh, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should be lived soberly, righteously, and godly uh, in this present world. He's talking about saved people there. Uh, I've talked to people uh, all along my journey uh, that have said things like this. They say, well, and they'd say they were saved, and they say, I really tried to live for the Lord, but uh, circumstances just got too hard and I just couldn't do it. Uh, so-and-so uh, treated me bad and uh, I just couldn't help it after that. I just uh, I just had to do bad. Uh, I want you to know uh, that's a lie that Satan puts in people's lives and hearts. Now, I think Satan can make save people think that and if they'll buy into that, then uh, they go off on the wrong track. But listen to me carefully. I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm not trying to be rude. But if, in fact, if you try your best from a sincere heart and you can't live for Jesus, uh, then you're not saved by God's grace. Uh, you need to come and get saved and then you can uh, live for the Lord. I remember young lady, when I used to pastor Pleasant View Church, a young woman, a young married woman, she came to church off and on. Uh, she'd get in uh, church, it seemed like. She'd come and say she'd repented and renewed up. And just a little while, she'd get back out of church. One Sunday morning... Uh, she came uh, out of the back of the house. I was still preaching, hadn't even made an invitation yet. She came weeping, sobbing when she knelt at the altar. I even thought, boy, uh, she uh, a little bit more sincere this morning than uh, I've ever seen her before. Well, church came in and prayed. Uh, we got up. I called her by name. I said, sister, uh, you got something to say? She said, yeah, I have. Uh, she said, this is going to shock everybody. But I said, I just got saved this morning. Uh, She said, I've been asking God, God, why can't I stay in church? Why can't I live right? Why can't I do right? And she said, God really showed me I was lost. She said, but now I'm saved. Uh, Well, you probably remember that, Linda. Boy, I'm telling you what, after that, uh, that young lady that uh, uh, wouldn't stay in church and couldn't stay in church before that, when she got saved, uh, of course, we baptized her again and made her a real church member, uh, but I praise God. She really got in church after that. Uh, if you one of those people that just uh, can't get in church and can't stay in church, I'm not trying to be your judge, but based on the word of God, he that's within us is greater than he that's within the world. If you can't live for Jesus, uh, you don't have Jesus in your soul. And so uh, Paul goes on here. He said, uh, teaching us uh, that uh, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Uh, I'm telling you what, well, what about this present world, preacher? Uh, well, I've already uh, mentioned to you about some of uh, Paul's problems over there and already read to you about had that thorn in the flesh. He wanted rid of it. Folks, we don't like our problems, but sometimes problems come. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, God will help us through our problems and oftentimes he even uses the problems that we've got uh, to be a testimony uh, to somebody else. Uh, when, my, uh, when I was just a young boy, and I remember seeing People, it seemed like they had a lot of trouble and they still glorified and praised God real good. Uh, I've told this numerous times through my life when I first started pastoring uh, the first call that I got to go visit somebody you know, that was uh, looked like they were terminal, looked like they were dying, that was true. And uh, the man's name was Dennis Boatwright. I went to Pastor Pleasant uh I think it was Murphy he called me and said, uh, Preacher, uh, I said, there's a man over here. Uh, looks like he's about to die the family wants the church to come, so they'd like for you to come too. And I said, Okay. I prayed all the way over and I said, Oh, God, help me. I don't know what to say, Lord, but I know God. You can give me something. Uh, how can I help this man? That's about to die. Uh, I'm just uh, kind of young at this, just starting on my journey. Uh, but uh, we went in, and Dennis asked to talk to me. So I went over by him. I can remember my hands kind of sweating, my heart was a pound, and I was praying, "God help me." Uh, but God already had it fixed. Dennis uh, whispered to me. He couldn't talk loud. He said, "Preacher." He said, I heard we had a new pastor. He said, I'm sorry I'm not able to come to church. He said, they probably told you. I'm getting ready to die. And I said, yes, sir. They they told me that. And Dennis Boatwright said to me, he said, God laid it on my heart to request the church to come. And I personally asked for you to come. And he started weeping. He said, God want me to tell you something. I said, what? What do you want you to tell me, sir? He said, God want me to tell you how good he's been to me. He said, God saved my soul. He said, my journey down here is just about over with. He said, I'm almost home. He said, God's been so good to me. He said, I can feel him in my soul. He said, this old body just about at the end of its road. But I'm going to a better country. Boy, you talk about in the midst of troubles and problems of being able to rejoice and praise God. Uh, Dennis did that. And he gave, he gave an encouragement to me That when I was just such a young pastor, just starting out, that's encouraged me all the way on my journey. So so listen, sometimes if you have troubles and problems, God might be able uh, to use that and he's able to do anything. He might be wanting to use that to help somebody else. And so it goes on down through here. when When it's talking about the grace of God, and it talks about turning away from the worldly things, at verse 13 it says this, said, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, I've told you this uh, a number of times here. Sure, about that time when I was all downhearted and down and out, and I, I was just kind of looking down and praying and I got a hold of the Lord. Uh, I seemed like I had trouble. I said, Lord, I, I probably can't even pray, but I need to. God help me if you will. And, and I tried to humble my heart and God helped me. When God got a hold of me, he said, uh, Your viewpoint's in the wrong direction, son. He said, You're looking down into the ground. If all you look at's down into at ground, uh, you'll see a lot of mud. Uh, But God said, there's other things you can look at. God said, lift up your eyes uh, to the hills from whence comest your help. Look up. uh, See the sunshine. Uh, uh, See the sunshine. Uh, uh, And in the night season, even see the stars and the moon. They'll brighten you up make you smile. Look up toward heaven. Boy, I'm telling you what. When I felt that, uh, you talk about uh, feeling good, God put me on a mountaintop. And so listen when it's talking down down here when it says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Now uh, back in the other scripture where I read to you there in the twelfth chapter of Second Corinthians, uh, Paul wasn't lamenting and, and complaining and, and sorrowing about the troubles that he had. He had plenty. He had a thorn in the flesh. I'm not sure what it was. There's a lot of speculation, but that's enough to say it was a thorn in the flesh. It was gouging him. It was hurting him. He wanted rid of it, but when he didn't get rid of it, he praised God anyway. Recognizing that God used that uh, so he could be a better servant for the Lord. So we come over here. And it says here uh, that I've just read to you in Titus chapter two, uh, not looking at the things of the world. He said, uh, teaching us, uh, denying ungodliness and worldly lust. then he says here in verse 13, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our uh, Savior Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, when we're looking for him and we're recognizing uh, what we've got, it's got to lift you up. Coronavirus or not, I feel heaven in my soul. If you'd have told me uh, two or three years ago, or even a year ago, uh, uh, Terry Brock, uh, one of these days before long, uh, you'll be in the church house uh, with three other people. A couple fellows running a sound room, fine gentlemen, and and your wife, uh, bless her soul, uh, uh, standing by your side and singing for you. She'll be the only one uh, sitting in all these big pews, and uh, you'll get up to preach, and you'll feel heaven move in your soul. I would have said, well, how can that be? I'm telling you what, God's bigger than our troubles. He's bigger than our problems. Uh, We got people uh, that's got sickness and troubles, either personally or their family's got it. I'm telling you what, now, some of that stuff's hard. I'm not belittling it, but I'm telling you what, uh, the God that we serve is bigger than our troubles are. So when he's saying this down here when he's talking about looking for uh, the Lord the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and then it explains why we ought to be so happy about that in verse 14 said, who gave himself for us he gave himself for us you imagine that that still uh, kind of boggles my mind uh, that Jesus would die for me just an old sinner saved by grace who gave himself for us and uh, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and that Purifying to himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Boy, the church is a peculiar uh, people. Uh, we are uh, I'm telling you what, we're a royal people, a peculiar people, and God's the one uh, that's fashioned us so. He's the one that delivered us from sin and put, put the spirit of God in our soul. Now it goes on down through here, and listen to what he said down here. These things speak and exhort and rebuke. Well, what's he mean? It means uh stand for the right thing. Stand against the wrong thing. When he said, uh, these things speak and exhort, yeah, stand for the Lord. Tell a story. When that old devil comes through and tries uh, to take you the wrong direction, uh, rebuke him uh, with all authority. I'm telling you, we've got some authority uh, today. Uh, Who would think uh, just little simple people could have authority? When God puts a spirit in your soul and he leads you and he guides you, he gives us authority. And so, the, excuse me, these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Well, that's a, that's a big phrase right at the end. Try to get along with everybody. Let no man despise you. They might be some of them despise you at the best you can do, but you didn't let them do it. They did it on their own. Let no man despise you. Be godly. Be good. Reach out to them at despitefully. Love them at despitefully use you. Now, pray for them. Pray for them that despitefully use you. Uh, be a godly person. That's that's really, that's really what God wants us to do. He wants us to be good even to them that are our enemies. And God will bless us and give us victory. we got a God that's dandy. Hey, you couldn't beat the God we've got. He's beyond measure. My words can't explain. Do you feel like singing another song? Okay. I appreciate being here. You fellas got anything? All right. Go ahead, come on, follow the Lord, buddy. I felt like asking that. I don't know why I don't ask that more often. Uh, I appreciate you. And I'm glad to be here, glad for what I feel in my soul. Come on up here, buddy. Come up here, Jeremy. Follow your heart. Do anything you feel like, buddy. I'm going to turn it over to you there.
2: I just had a little thought, and I kind of felt like sharing it, and I thought, I'm not going to come down from up there, and I thought, well, if for some reason he feels like asking if we got anything, I'll come down here, and sure enough, you asked unusually, (laughs) Uh, but I I wish everyone could see what I'm seeing right now, and that's an empty church house, and uh, you know, not even a year ago, uh, six months ago, if you would have said, we're going to have you know four people in the church house on a Sunday evening I'd have thought maybe if there's a really bad storm at the at the worst but never in a perfectly sunny day would I think we'd have four people in the church house but that's the truth and uh, how many times uh, I can speak for myself multiple times when I've had to either rededicate my life or move up or even when I was lost and under conviction I thought i'll do it next service or or i'll or i'll go talk to that person next service or i'll sing that song next service and or i I, it doesn't quite fit with this service maybe maybe the next service i'll get up and sing that song or sing that testimony but uh you know even the wednesday night before we started having lockdown we didn't think we were not going to be here sunday morning Uh, and it happened that quick it was over And we're we're here, and we're not even, even when we were uh, coming back and starting to reopen up things, uh, we didn't think when we had our last service in here a couple weeks ago that it was going to be the last one for a few weeks or more. Uh, And so my point is, if you're here, or not here, but if you're watching, and you have something on your heart, whether it's to pray or call somebody or to move, whatever it is, do whatever God wants you to do when he tells you to do it, it's not enough just to do it when you feel like doing it you have to do what he wants you to do when he wants you to do it and that's all i felt like saying okay i appreciate
0: that. that that blessed my heart I, and it's amazing how god works in it it is just, I, I thought well i need to ask those spells up there. i don't guess i've done that before mm-hmm. but god god <laughs> had it fixed
2: yeah i i enjoyed getting to be here i'm thankful that you know i can play my little part and help out where yeah, i can man. and i'm I'm thankful for my church and uh, i'm thankful for our youth group we had yeah. a we had a little thing this afternoon and we got together and just talked and had prayer and it was uplifting for me and right. the service has been uplifting and i'm just i'm, I'm as, as much as i think blaine and linda both said it really well this morning as much has been taken away from me naturally yeah. i've been blessed double spiritually Amen. today and I'm, yeah. I'm so thankful for that what's good all right Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for allowing us to gather in your house once again, Lord. And we're just so thankful, Lord, for everything that's been done today, Lord. And most importantly, Lord, I thank you for just filling my cup up today, Lord. And you knew just what I needed. And I'm so thankful for a God that has what I need in the forefront, Lord, in my life. And Lord, I just ask you as we go our separate ways today, Lord, just help us and protect us, Lord. And uh, allow us to let your will be done in our lives, Lord. And just help everybody that's out there struggling, Lord, that's in a valley, Lord that they can just find the mountaintop soon. Lord, with your help, we ask all this in your holy name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. What's good? Thank you.